Welcome back to another episode of the Dark Rum Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Jared. Kyle got out. Yeah. Wait, if anyone has seen him, please report him to your local animal control and let, let's get him back to the dungeon. I have a deal with all of animal control. If they if they if they spot either of these two, they let me know right away. So Yeah, they high five me when they pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Be like, I'm glad that you ran towards our truck, not away from it. Well, if someone's missing, you know what that means. It means Jared didn't do research because I never do research. Hell yeah. And it happened to work great because I didn't want to do any research. It's and perfect. It, so it's movie day. Yeah. And and what, what this movie? isn't a movie podcast, good people. But it, No, but sometimes we watch movies. Yeah. And we like talking about them, yeah. which might be foreshadowing for something to come in the future. But it, it until that day, <laughs> this is what you get. That's it. And the, and then what you get is a movie day. Yep. Is that like a beach episode in an anime? It totally is. It this, could be. This is one of our fillers. This is, yeah, if we had a list of filler episodes you could skip, we'd put these ones on there. <laughs> but if you're a true fan, you watch them. Exactly. You want to make sure that you have the entire experience. Yeah. How are you supposed to know what my bathing suit looks like? You don't watch the beach episode. Exactly. And I always wear a two-piece. <laughs> I'm talking about each leg. Yeah. Yeah. There, <laughs> there's nothing in the middle. <laughs> Oh uh, my now, God. Now I'm going to have to design that bathing suit. Yeah, we need fan art fan art of a two-piece bottom-only bathing <laughs> suit. <laughs> Greatest thing ever. <sighs> so we're returning to, I guess it's our, our, our aptly named Horror So Bad It's Good, but this time we did Sci-Fi So Bad It's Good. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can argue on what, this, what the series is called, and I don't follow rules very well, and me and Jared love sci-fi. Exactly. So this is when we get to talk about this stuff. Hell yeah. Well, we can talk about it, whatever, but this is when we get to talk about it and not get shamed. True, true, because <laughs> Kyle will shame us. He'll be like, he'll be like a Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. He'll just be like, Nerds. <laughs> That's Kyle's default <laughs> setting is booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, did we say what we're talking about today? Just said sci-fi. We're watch- we watched Battlefield Earth today. Yeah, that we did. And can I just say up front that I loved this movie growing up. I was 12 when it came out and it's just so fucking cheesy and just action for no reason with yeah. flimsy plot. And to learn today that the book is written by L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, this is this is a straight Scientology movie. Deep. It was a deep Scientology movie. Yeah. Uh, so I guess let's start at the beginning. You mean like the middle of another movie? It felt like. Yeah, it did. It did sort of just pick up. Like, what's another movie? It kind of felt like. Have you ever seen Time Machine? Yeah. It, it, the, the beginning of this movie felt like the middle of Time Machine. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, what's happening? That, that's another movie we could watch. We could. Uh, we that's could. another good one. What's funny is I did actually watch that movie for another podcast that we do, Talk Shonen. Um, there was a Time Machine episode or a time travel episode oh. where we talked about all different forms of time travel. And I watched the movie beforehand and I made I made Ryan watch it also. And he was like, this movie's bad. <laughs> he was like, this is terrible. He's like, the time travel is interesting. He's like, but other than that, this movie's so bad. So yeah, that is the, we'll, we'll put that on the list of things that we have to have to watch. But yeah, it, it is very much like that where you're just like, it's a bunch of people in the future, but acting like cavemen. Yeah. So I really liked that part of it. They, they kind of, from, from the very beginning, we get like a little storytelling scene. We get the whole... You mean all the lore speed, in 14 seconds? They speed run the lore. You find out that 
humanity is is close to extinction, or at least they say they're endangered. Yeah. They're, you find out that they have like some religion where they believe the aliens are gods. Um, well, no, they or, believe or no. that there was gods. They, that's right. They believe there were gods and they left. And, and the reason the demons came yeah. is because the gods left and we made them sad. Yeah. Because we were greedy. And there's like some forbidden land, which spoilers, we kind of find out later why uh why some of these zones are not really inhabited by the demons oh yeah yeah uh, why certain zones are safe which you would think they would look a lot weirder yeah like some weird like lumps at least yeah um their lifespans would be a lot shorter that old guy telling that story well, would not be 80 oh, years old well okay that's a, that's the a thing we misconstrued he was 42 no <laughs> <laughs> Barry Pepper was actually an 18 year old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could have been They're just right? accelerated aging. He was seven. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you think that's weird? John Travolta was six. No, no. <laughs> but so, what do we learn? There's, there's a, there's like an, a forbidden zone. That's what the words I'm trying to use. Yeah, yeah. Language. Yeah, no fly zones. They. Um, you also learn that Barry Pepper's character does not like rules oh for, oh no he is he is a maverick by birth yeah he, yeah if, if if you didn't believe that you can just instinctually be like fuck the system barry pepper's character in this in this a, movie shows you that he some human beings just instinctually say hey fuck yeah, the he's system. an atheist caveman it's <laughs> yeah. really his role he's like i don't believe in gods i don't believe in fate he doesn't know what science is, but he's like, I only believe in things I can see. Yeah, pretty much. He's just like, I believe that I can go wherever I want to go. Do you know what he was? He was Ariel. So <laughs> he had his doodly bops. He was he dingle hoppers. Yeah, he was just like up where they walk, up where they run, <laughs> up where they play all day in the sun over there. Yeah, I want to be part of that world. And then he really does just leave instantly. Yeah. With with little to no resistance. His girlfriend, that's not his girlfriend, but then totally is his no, girlfriend. Okay. So she says when, when we, the first time we meet her and find out that her name is, our characters are Chrissy and Johnny in the apocalypse yeah. future. <laughs> you know, normal caveman names. <laughs> they, uh, well, a bunch of the other tribesmen had weird names. Yeah. Like Koba was one of them. Yeah. And Carlo, which I mean, it's just Carlos without an S. But I mean, that's what you know, I was thinking of. Carlo. Yeah. With a K though. Right? And what, what was, what were some of the other weird ones? I don't know. They're, I feel like most of them were weirder names other than Johnny and Chrissy. Yeah. Now I, oh God, part of me wants to like find the audio book for the Elron Hubbard book and just compare. <laughs> yeah. Just do a comparison. Do revisit a little stare episode. and compare. Yeah. But so he, he leaves, right? Yeah. Oh, no, we were saying uh, about her. Why, why is she, um, like known that it's his girlfriend because his mom apparently gave her a family heirloom to give to his children. Oh yeah. So her mom is like, I know, or his mom's like, I I know you're his lady. Yeah. Yeah. Like b before she died, she was like, you know what? You're having my grandbaby. But they didn't do the, uh, they didn't do the like show us. They just told us. Yeah. She just pulled the thing out of her pocket and was like, yeah, yeah, this is from your mom and it's sentimental. <laughs> and he was like, thanks. And then left. Which is kind of a dick thing to do. Like your lady comes and is like, look, this is an heirloom and this is supposed to go to our kids and you're leaving. 
So we're not going to have any kids and it's all your fault. And he was just like, I hate the gods. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So their names were Johnny, Carlo, Chrissy, Mickey, Sammy, Robert, and rock rock. There we go. There's a caveman. There's a Mickey. They, okay. They all do have like normal people, just human names. Yeah. There's a Floyd. I mean, it would have been so much better if people were named like Lug. Mason. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they all have sort of like regular old names. I mean, I guess we don't really know what cavemen called each other. Yeah. Like Bunga. They might have called each other like Craig. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is you are caveman, Derek. Exactly. (laughs) Be like, you want to go to 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 Stonecrest House? They're part of Cave. We can go meet Kevin and <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> uh, oh, this is this is amazing. But yeah, so he leaves and he immediately goes on an adventure. And like all adventures, he walks out of the safe zone and enters the high grass. And once in much like Pokemon, the moment he enters the high grass, he is attacked by a wild dragon. Oh, wait, JK, it's mini golf. Yep. And he fights it off with a putter. Yeah, that was, it, which just so happened to be there to give us all the visual cues we needed. Because I mean, like who was in the middle of an alien inv- in, in, like invasion just being like, well, no, you know, what? it makes sense. Who's going to return their putter in the middle of an yeah. alien invasion? Yeah. Like, who's going to be like, oh, sh- 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 here you go. Here, here, here's the ball. Here's the putter. Okay. I got, I was, I was three under par. Okay. Bye. And then try to run home. It, so it was like only a day, right? It was the first day that he left home. Finds two people out hunting who probably also aren't supposed to be out there. Probably not. They're not yeah. from his village. Yeah. They seem to know they speak way the same more language. about life. Yeah. There's no, like, apparently there's one language now and that language is human. Yeah. Or it's like caveman English. Yeah. And apparently that's just the, the, well, we don't know what was happening in other countries. Yeah, that's true. This is a very, if you think about it, a very U S centric. So, okay. So lore, lore we get is the whole, the whole planet was taken over. We only see, we do see different places in America, Yeah, but we only see America, but the, they go from Denver, the character we haven't met yet. That this, the leader of the aliens is like the top alien on Earth. Yeah. So I wonder, do you think there's other like mining operations on there's other on be. other like parts of the world? Like, there, there has to be. There has to be. There has to be one on at least every continent. Yeah, for sure. But uh, much like every other thing that was made, I would say before uh, maybe like the 2010s, the only thing that mattered was America. What? Okay. <laughs> Oh, counter argument every other nation fought them off and they only conquered <laughs> they america, only conquered america. <laughs> i will say okay jumping ahead in the movie uh something is stated that irritates me to my core sure they apparently these super technologically advanced aliens do we didn't say the name of them yet they're called cyclos cyclos you know psycho with an l in it yeah, yeah or cyclone without an n and an e in it exactly but it's literally the word psycho yeah with an l and, and they are evil as fuck they're psychotic as shit like it's fitting like it's almost as if maybe this has to do with it 
you know, Scientology wise. Yeah. It's almost as if our word psycho came from oh. there. Like who they maybe they were here before. <laughs> We killed them once and the whole time they were just gearing up to come back and wipe us in the fucking dirt. Like, <laughs> Be like, we need to get even more technologically advanced because these damn fucking cave apes, these freaking toga wearing pieces of shit. Maybe that's what it was. Oh, oh you're saying not even as early as I thought. You're like, no, they came down in Rome, beat them. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> the ancient Greeks slapped them about. Yeah. Well, I mean, psycho, I think, comes from a Greek derivative. Oh, no, so that would make sense. Maybe they named their planet after a word that we kept using. Could be. Bam. All right, it's all cyclical. It all works Scientologically. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard thing to make can like get, an adjective. Can we get Tom Cruise on the line and ask him if that's a word? Hey, we, we actually can take phone calls right now. So Tom Cruise, um, if you're hearing this, can please call in? Please call in. We'll accept your call. If you're hearing this after we post it, but you're you're thinking it now with your Scientological powers, please tell me that's not a call, word. We'll, or we'll, we'll give you five seconds of silence to call in. Wow, that was a great call with Tom Cruise. <laughs> twas, twas, twas. He filled us in, and we're we're 100% correct. Yeah, and actually, now, I'm, 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 I'm almost converted. Yeah, and he's very convinced. <laughs> very close. He's very convinced. You can, you can, like, almost see him smile over the phone. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, at the mini golf course, we meet our first two humans, like we said. Yeah, Carlo and other guy. Uh, yeah, uh, immediately... <laughs> We go into we we now walk what a block yeah and and find a city. This dude left one day yeah finds mini golf mini golf friends friends and, and a city. The city and then aliens and then aliens which they tell him they believe are gods. Well, I will say I will say this: we don't know how much time elapsed. All we know is that there was at least four vertical linear wipes. Oh, we forgot to mention that. We're we're a little the amount of vertical linear wipes out wipes even yeah starting in the middle of the screen line forms left and right slowly pan away it's new scene literally not figuratively every time jump transition yeah Any uh, how many did you count like 17? 17. 17. they used one type of stylized transition there was no iris in iris out there yeah. was no wipe in there was no no was wipe no, up was no barn doors. We're just like folded out and you're just like, oh, that was interesting. There was no, there was no diagonals. There was no shutters. There was, there was not even a fade to black. There wasn't <laughs> a single fade to black until the end. Until the final scene. <laughs> there was a fade from black fade into black. And they were like, that's all we need. These are openings and closings. Other than that, vertical linear wipe. When they did outward. it twice in a row, I was like, ha ha ha. And then the third one, I was like, oh no. And then yeah. it just never stopped. Yeah. It was anytime they were like more than more than a couple hours went by, there was a linear wipe. So, okay, I, I agree with you because they when they left the mini golf course with his new friends, they were like, we're going to eat after you show me God. Yeah. Um, and they did think statues were people who got medusid. Yes. Um, Which, I mean, honestly, if you don't know. Yeah. And yeah, you're probably going to think that there's a bug on the ceiling. I keep staring. Oh, at there it. is a bug on the ceiling. That's an ant. Everybody, just so you know, there's a bug on the ceiling. Yeah. Look up right now. Bug on the ceiling. Yeah, this is great for a vi- for an audio medium. I don't know. I'm just telling everybody to look up where they are right now. And if you're inside, there's a bug on the ceiling. That's definitely an ant. Anyway, 
Um, so they leave. We got our we got our vertical wipe. Yeah, and um, they're going through like a mall or something. Yeah, well, it's one night. That's actually the point I was trying to make. They, it's one night. They're sitting down eating by yeah. a campfire. They're about so to eat that rabbit. So he's been gone a day. Un day. And he gets kidnapped. Yep. By aliens. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess it does lend, lend credence to stay in here. Yeah. But. But then the whole world wouldn't have opened up. True. Also, fuck the rules. Fuck the system. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your rules. Fuck the establishment. I forgot. <laughs> Fuck the establishment. Yeah. Uh, uh, caveman. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stand for your shit. That's true. <laughs> I mean, I guess at a certain point in history that did happen, where people were cavemen, and then someone did go, "Hey, fuck you." Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave. That's. I'm fair. gonna go on my own. I'm gonna start. I'm. I'm gonna go establish somewhere else, and then that's how we got multiple cities. They said, "I'm not a part of your system." <laughs> And they threw it on the ground. I'm, I'm sure there's like two more vertical wipes in between when they get like picked up by the aliens and taken to the like little prison colony. Well, there is a vertical there is a vertical wipe when they're taken by the aliens and go to the oh, prison yeah. So colony. we have no idea where how far away it was. Or where they started. It was close enough that Chrissy was able to get there. <laughs> on horseback. On horseback. And it didn't take that long. Also, I think it literally was just in Denver. <laughs> I think everything was in Denver except for when they left Denver. Because they took him to the Denver, like, library. Why was... Okay. That's true. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Everything was just in Denver. <laughs> That's why everyone looked like they smoked great weed. Yeah. But, I mean, also, it it, it's, it weirdly goes with, like... <laughs> like, uh, why was everything focused in denver yeah i don't know there was apparently no other cyclo colonies anywhere else at least not one that i mean they didn't show the only other one they showed was the cyclo like the home planet they went to washington dc oh that's right no you're right they flew there but there was not a single person wasn't there tribesmen oh no they found those tribesmen in denver yeah everything was in denver all of humanity was in Denver, which is like, I've been to Denver. It's nice, <laughs> but I don't think that's where just all of humanity would end up being and why, like, I don't know. It's, it was weird, but yeah, so vertical wipes, <laughs> they, <laughs> we're not even halfway through the vertical wipes. Okay. I also have to state, um, this guy couldn't center a camera to save his life every to the point where while watching it, we thought about it so much. That I had to Google it. And there's a salon article from 2000 about this movie. That's just like, no one knows how to hold a camera. Yeah. <laughs> it's they're all at these weirdly off center, just slightly yeah, canted like left and right. Just yeah. Like not even quite 45 degrees. Yeah. It's just like, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Maybe the, the maybe the, like the director had a kink in his neck. A short, a short leg. I, I, I posited the 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 potential that one of his legs was actually bigger than the other one. Yeah, and that that's just how he viewed the world. It's totally possible. Or lead cinematographer. Maybe he was going for the we want it to feel like you're constantly looking in and spying on everything around a rock. So you're yeah. always yeah you're, you're like a, leaning around a rock you're not a, you're not a fly on the wall you're a creep in the room yeah you're just 
peeking peeking out from around around something, tilting your head a little bit, and then ducking back. Maybe that could be how it is. There is a lot of weird choices, like cinematography-wise, uh, or cinemagraphically, I should say. It like there was a conversation between Johnny and Chrissy, which once again it feels like I'm talking about something off of Stranger Things and not a, an apocalypse movie in the year three thousand. But Johnny and Chrissy are talking. And they do this thing where, you know, pretty normal. You cut back and forth as the people are talking. Oh, yeah. This was right in the beginning. But their lines were so short that it was just like Johnny, Chrissy, Johnny, Chrissy, Johnny, Chrissy, Johnny, Chrissy, Johnny, Chrissy, Johnny, Chrissy, Johnny. It really was like away. jarring. Yeah. The amount of like little jumps. It felt like whip pans almost <laughs> because of how quickly it was happening. It was just, it was a really, really weird choice. And there's a, there was a lot of things that were weird choices in this. But yeah, so Johnny, uh, after after all the weird cinemagraphic stuff, uh, he's taken to this giant dome with corners. Because it's a dome, but it also has corners. Yeah, yeah. It's like a hex, not even, I was going to say a hex dome, but it's like a bunch of triangles. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks kind of like a, a sand crawler from, from Star Wars. If it had some extra fenders thrown on it and was made of glass yeah. in the size of a city. Yeah. That's actually like a stretch limo sand crawler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect explanation of it. So yeah, he's taken to one of these and uh, he's they're, they're immediately accosted by more cyclos shoving things in their face and trying to give them breathing apparatuses violently. Oh yeah. Very violently. Which is my most favorite thing. They just threw it in their face and they just kept smooshing it on their face. They're just like, get on your face. Put it on. <laughs> and they just like, it's like, why don't you just like knock them out or like do something like put it like there, there's probably a better way than just I'm going to wrestle you down and I'm going to smush you in the face and make you speak in your, your caveman language. Oh no, put it on. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Because the cyclos can't breathe their oxygen. Yeah, they breathe like a, a more. Uh, I I don't know if they ever explicitly said it, but it it felt like it was a more like hydrogen based. That's what atmosphere. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's either more hydrogen or more nitrogen. Yeah, something explosive. Yeah, but <laughs> that one shot they gave us. The one shot they gave us of their planet showed like a open fire, and I was like, bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Be like, if you breathe primarily methane. You're not just going to have flames shooting up into into the sky, which they did. It was a very it, it's almost like someone had just watched Blade Runner. Yeah. And they were like, throw some of those throw some of those fucking fire spouts in those in the city, because that's what we would have. We would have fucking random fire that, spouts. That Blade Runner. Yeah. They're yeah. like little towers that were just like belching little fireballs. Yeah. I don't know why they were there in Blade Runner either. Maybe they were it like didn't make sense burning off like volatile gases, but like it's got to be something. Maybe it's just they, that's how they get rid of their trash. Well, you know, yeah, you in know that Blade hole, Runner, I can see them burning trash. You ever you ever hear about that that flaming hole in Turkmenistan? It's literally like a crater that just has like natural gas oh, like coming the, out of it. They call it like the the the, like, the like, gateway to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it looks like freaking hell. Yeah, I, I actually just read recently they wanted to extinguish it because they the the health they were like they lit it on fire to stop it from accumulating gas in the atmosphere yeah uh but the health detriments of people living close to it are not good so they wanted to put it out and it just never happened yeah they'll probably just be like move 
<laughs> I mean, that's what they always tell people. They're yeah. like, I'm going to set up this big cancer factory next to you and you should probably move. Exactly. It's like Centralia. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You'd be like, oh shit. We accidentally set this on fire. You should move. And then people didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, mo- I guess most of them did. Right. It took a while. <laughs> That was the interesting uh, interesting thing about it. But yeah, so they can't breathe their oxygen. It's apparent they breathe something that's reactive with uranium. I that's I mean, I guess that's the only clue that we have. It has to be something that is that is that is chemically reactive to uranium. Which I don't know if hydrogen or nitrogen is. I'm going to google it. Because now I feel like this is a burning question. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we have an actual science question now. Close. I don't know how to fucking spell this. Uranium? No, no. Oh. Reactive? <laughs> no, cyclo. I'm going to put an L in. Oh, C- what do cyclos breathe? P-S-Y-C-H-L-O. I'm pretty sure I'm correct. Okay, hold on, wait. Alien species fandom. Yo, they look way cooler from the book. It's like a whole like yeah, they're hairy and stuff. Like Snuffleupagus mask. Yeah. Yo, they weigh a thousand pounds, well, and they're, they're f- nine feet tall. Well, I mean, they were definitely taller than Barry Pepper, because John Travolta was like fucking two and a half feet taller than him. Okay, so it literally just says. Breathe gas explodes upon contact with even trace amounts of radioactive metals, including uranium. Okay, I'm going to bring this back up further into the movie. They say that the cyclos beat humanity in nine minutes. Yeah, they're not bulletproof. Nope. They don't have shields. And one of our main weapons that as a species would which is why every time I see a movie about about aliens invading Earth, yeah, and just being like, oh, nuclear weapons are nothing. It's suns. We have literal sun bombs. There's they like it's the same thing that's going on in the sun. So if any alien worries about crashing into a star, they should worry about getting hit by a nuke. It's just how it is. So if and one of the one of the off puts of that is is radioactivity so if one nuke if we would have shot off one nuke even let's just say a, a, a country that doesn't have as many safeguards as the united states has they shot off one nuke it would have crippled yeah it would have fucking crippled this attacking force and they wouldn't have been like oh goddamn animals that have absolutely no thing but then like no they have a weapon that makes our lungs explode yeah like that's that would be crazy. So, I don't even know why they even tried to come here. <laughs> it's it's always mind boggling when when an alien like i.e. signs where they're like why uh, okay actually I just want to contradict myself I heard a theory that the aliens and signs aren't aliens they're demons and it like made it the way they the way they said it made me not hate it as much but that's I don't know I never liked that movie I'm like why would you come to a, an acid world with no suit on yeah. <laughs> Even in War of the Worlds, they wore a suit. They still died. Yeah, it was the bacteria in that one, right? Yeah, they got a cold. 
the common cold killed them. And we're like, oh, you didn't get enough ginger ale. <laughs> which honestly is what would happen to human beings if we ever went, which is why if we ever start conquering other planets, I mean, we'd probably vitamin C. I, I, we're space orcs. It might work for us. It might. Honestly, we do adapt really, really well. If there is Though, one thing humanity can do, it is adapt to seemingly unlivable environments. If, if going somewhere where the native bacteria was literally deadly to you, uh, we wouldn't have been conquering if that did if That would have stopped us. Exactly. Like, <laughs> plus also, think about it. Right now, every human being has microplastic in our blood. Yeah, that's true. And we're Everyone s- born after a certain year. And is, there's is, people literally just being like, I'm going to go run a fucking 5K without thinking about it yeah. would thrive with plastic blood yeah human beings can do it we're we're the ultimate space conquerors um yeah so they're these guys are basically made to be slaves doing something mining i guess yeah they're all being used to extract uh precious metals and resources out of the ground do you know what i just thought about what doesn't make sense they have all these slaves for mining and then he was like, we're going to teach them to mine. Oh, maybe. It, that's right. Maybe it was. And everybody was like, mining? What man animals mining? What the fuck were they doing? If they That's crazy. They were mining. They were mining. No, they were working in a forge. But isn't that harder than mining? It would be. Is Like that foundry they were working in? Yeah. What were they doing in there? I, I don't even know. But they were like, you can't teach them. Okay, I understand the teach them to use machinery and mechanics. Yeah. Sure. But... Part of mining is just swinging hammers. Yeah. And they were doing that. So it's like, what What do you mean? That's a good point. I didn't think about that during the movie. Be like, But they said that they were mining things for them. Yeah. But then they were like, it's impossible to teach them how to mine. I would have been like, do you even hear yourself? Be like, what are they doing? They're to be like, oh, well, they're just breaking things. What's mining? Yeah. Mining is just breaking rocks. <clears throat> they did. Well, yeah, they really did. They were like, no, you're dumb. You can't teach them to, and it's only been a thousand years. Like the movie yeah. came out in 2000. Supposedly the Cyclos took over earth a thousand years ago. Yeah. And it's the year 3000. So in a thousand years, you, you, did you forget all the things humans could do? Yeah, exactly. Be like, you didn't, like, you saw them fly airplanes at you and shoot at you. Yeah. Be like, you got to have at least some stories. And then the weapons that couldn't beat you a thousand years ago beat you now. Well, yeah. I guess it didn't beat the whole invasion force. It just beat one outpost. So I guess, I mean, like, benefit of the doubt there. Yeah. But, I mean, it did blow up their whole fucking planet. Yeah, in the book, <laughs> I had read, um, I didn't read the book, but I had read that in the book, they put the bombs in the coffins, like the gold was put in the movie. Mm-hmm. So they ship back dead cyclos with bombs in them. And they send back a bunch of bombs? Mm-hmm. That would make more sense. One bomb fucked their whole shit up. Yeah. But until, before we get there, yeah. they did. So they teach him how to speak their language eventually after yes. many escape attempts. So many escape attempts. He was so good at overpowering guards. Yeah. To the point where they were going to shoot him. Yeah. And then they decided to make a game out of it, which worst move ever yeah, for these guards. Because John guards, Travolta shoots you for nothing. Yeah. Also, technically, these guards blew up their planet. Yeah. It's a hundred percent these guards. If fault. they would have <laughs> shot Johnny Boy, he'd have been. Also, why did was they, his name Good Boy? Did they call him Good Boy once? Not a single time. They called him Johnny and Greener. Yeah, his name should have been Johnny Greener. Yeah, 
Not Johnny Goodboy Taylor. Yeah. When did they ever say his last name once? No, not a single time. Why did he have a last name? No one called that man Taylor. No one called him Goodboy either. No one called they him called Johnny him, T. They, they should have called him Johnny Ratbrain. Yeah, they should have called him Johnny Ratbrain Greener. That that was his <laughs> name. Those were all of the names. You're welcome, that they L. Ron said. Hubbard. Bam, we fixed it for you. <laughs> Hope you heard that in hell. <laughs> in science hell. But uh but now yeah, so it was, it was <laughs> science hell, the heat's done by Kelvin. It's hotter. <laughs> Extra hot. But uh but no, so yeah, it's it's a lot of dumb things. So they, they let him escape. They tried to let him escape multiple times. Oh well that's let's take him to the mountains and let him think they escaped. And then they cut scene, vertical wipe, and do not tell us. Yeah, they're just climbing the mountain. It's just pictures of them in the snow, or like the next scene is them in the snow, and the cyclists are watching from their little button cameras. Oh, yeah, and they're just like, let's let them figure out what their favorite literally, food is. Literally like 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 shirt button cameras. With, with, physical, optical, with optical zoom. <laughs> yeah, physical optical lens zoom. Just <laughs> so funny. And that's how they get found out. And this is like literally just the first half of the movie. Yes. Yeah. All the, 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 the whole, it, there's like nothing that happens, but it takes a long time for it to happen. It moves at breakneck speed. There's like a couple, like honestly, the good scenes in this movie had nothing to do with the plot. No, though, all the scenes, like you said, it's breakneck. It's all action. There's no real story progression in most scenes. And like anytime there is story progression, it's so thrown together that you're like, what? Yeah. It's like the he he you know, gold gets discovered, but he wasn't gonna turn it in until the other guy left so that he can get the credit. And it's like, okay, you're trying you have like these these, you know, Machiavellian motivations they're, and stuff well, like that. Perfect word for it because they're all blackmailing each other. There might have been more blackmail than vertical wipes in this movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the amount of blackmail and backstabbing. And the amount of time the word leverage was used. Yeah. Just leverage, 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 I think leverage. I want to, like, if I had to take a shot in the dark, I bet you that that was literally in the book. That's why they said it so much. And yeah. that would not surprise me at all from everything I know about Scientologists or Scientology. Yeah. The organization. If you made a tabletop game based on this movie, it would be called <laughs> Leverage and Linear Wipes. It'd be called Serpents and Scientology. Is what, that would be, is that's what, that's what another would be good called. One. That's another good one, but I don't know. I just like I just like L and L, leverage and linear wipes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So there's just a whole bunch of backstabbing and stuff. But it's like they would be like, oh, we found gold, and I wasn't going to show you, but then I did show you, and then oh, I trained you well, and then uh, 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 and then I don't record me when I'm in this office, but then I'm going to record you. And then it, 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 why would you literally? You, you're like, there's cameras everywhere, but you just take his word he wasn't recording. Like, of course, you should have known he was recording. He fucking even told you to record everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, record everything. He's like, I thought we didn't record. He's like, no, yeah, we don't. I do. He was, he was uh, a he fucking was very honest. He was, he was kind of like a, it's not like a, a grammar Nazi, but he was more like a, like a wording Nazi. Well, he, he talks like the Fay. <laughs> Everything like nothing he said was a lie. It's yeah, but it was not the true. truth. Yeah, it was always like yes, I won't do that. He will. Yes, we don't do that. I do. Yes, I will not do this as long as you're giving me information. But now I'm leaving. 
So now I'm going to. Yeah. It was very exact. Yeah, I won't kill your friend. My best friend will. Yeah, it's like everything was very exact with John Travolta. And it seems like that's how it is with everybody. Like a genie. (laughs) Yes. I'll give you exactly what you ask for. But uh, but yeah, it seemed like it was that with like the whole planet. It was a whole planet of bureaucrats. I mean, I guess a whole I bunch guess, of Limbo and Hermes Conrads. Yeah, this is this is basically them. This is basically them being like, you know, this is L. Ron Hubbard saying, "Do you know who the real this movie makes so much fucking is? sense?" Learning that it's from him. Corporations, corporations are the real big bad. Yeah, Cyberpunk had it right. Yeah, I mean, it's it it is true. Um, it's RS like Cyclo. Shit, I flubbed the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is a hard one to like combine Arasaka and Cyclo. Arasaiklo. Yeah, no, it works. That's that's my take on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cyberpunk and this movie combined were correct. Um so we get we we get how much again, still the first half of the movie. Yeah. The when they start mining. I guess that's where we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we'll we'll go a little bit further and say so they hooked him up to the learning oh, machine. Oh, that's right. That's right. We almost missed that. The fucking laser beams that just teach your eyes—they had to be like forming neural pathways or something, right? Yeah. Like it's it's just shooting knowledge into your brain. Yeah. I mean, like I'm assuming all of the stuff that we see on screen is just for like a, uh, fucking what's the word I'm looking for? Like a visualization. Yeah, a visualization like a, for us, the audience. Yeah, there is yeah, an actual yeah, yeah, particles yeah. coming off of it. Because it's like, what is that? Is that stray knowledge just getting away or yeah, something it's like, like that? The, the meme where the lady's seeing all the math. Nobody's seeing the math, but it's going into the brain. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I'm assuming, and he explained it as like images flashing in his head. But they added like a weird particulate kind of effect around mm-hmm. it thus making it seem like it's physically putting stuff into his eyes grains of smart knowledge yeah it was like literally like it was throwing a beam of sand at his eyes <laughs> and there was just stray knowledge coming off of it um but yeah he gets real fucking smart during that time yeah they buffed his int to a 20 yeah like yeah he yeah he definitely multiclassed from being just you know straight up fighter to fighter wizard but uh but yeah and he kept playing it off like he wasn't learning so he can keep learning because johnny even when he was a dumb caveman was very very smart Yeah, he had a high wisdom yeah he was really really intelligent uh in his own way so he's learning and then he's having them learn because you know when you have a room full like this would have been like us having a room full of chimpanzees yeah and us training them to pick up heavy things and hit stuff and then us being and then also having all of our important computers, TVs, everything in that room and us being like, they'll be fine. And you're just leaving them to go- just leave. Be like, even if you don't think they're going to like figure out anything, you just left what you think are dumb animals <laughs> with your computer yeah, and you're, they're going to break something. Yeah. Like, I would just assume that'd be like, they're just going to start swinging it after I'm like, a while. They're going to shit on my keyboard, like something. <laughs> yeah. They're going to start hurling shit at each other and it's going to be everywhere. And then I'm going to have to clean that up yeah. because you can't make a you can't make an animal clean up their own shit. It doesn't work. <laughs> but, uh. but yeah, so he's, he's, he's uh, you know, they're, they're left alone for God knows what reason. And, uh. Yeah, so he starts in, informing all of his friends, 
and they all start getting smarter. Yeah, to the, they immediately break into the armory. Yeah, something that Forrest Whitaker's character couldn't do to the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> he at no point figured out how to do what they did That's in four true. seconds. That's true. And he worked there for years. Yeah. He was he was he was taught by John Travolta and never figured out, well, what if I just do it backwards? So as his fucking as his fucking code. Be like, you never tried that one time. Not even once. You're being taught by Machiavelli himself. It's just the 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 king of one upping and backstabbing. You're 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 being taught by that guy. And you never went, let me just try. You're under the impression he's not filming you. So why wouldn't you try it at least once? Be like, let me try it this way. No, let me try it backwards. Yes. Bam. Done. I now have the leverage that he had over me. There's a lot of dumb things, though. A lot of, a lot, a lot of dumb things. Ever, like, ever. We also never found out what he did to that politician's daughter. Oh yeah, just if I would have known. It's, I guess it's alluded to that he slept with her, but he could have murdered her. Yeah, he really could have. With how like mur- like how evil they are. Yeah, he could have just murdered that politician's daughter for no reason. Also, I mean, like I said, we were we were mentioning the fact that there was gold. It's not explained why they really want gold. It has to be because of the like computer engineering, superconductor, you know, properties of it. But that's because you and me know that gold is a really good conductor. Yeah. <laughs> we figured that out. Everybody watching this might not necessarily know that. And people are going to be like, aliens think gold is pretty. Like there's no, there's no reason explained why gold is valuable. Mm-hmm. And why they're so fucking over the moon about... Also, if you're so fucking smart, you're telling me you don't have a gold scanner and you guys didn't pick up on Fort Knox? Yeah. yeah. Well, they didn't scan it. He read about it. It's true, but I'm just saying, you don't think that they scanned the whole fucking planet just to be like, hey, let's see if we find any of... The the minerals that we're taking over this planet for. I w- let's do a quick scan, see if we can just find it lying around. I I want to say that my limited knowledge of vaults and Fort Knox, maybe the like like the fortifications of it, blocked it out. It was open. Remember when they went there? It was open. The door was yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. The door was, but like I don't know. Like a scan is just from the top down. You know what I, I mean? Guess. It's not like. Scans not like nanobots, but they're fucking bad mouthing all of our technology. You're oh, telling yeah. us that lead fucking beat them. I think the moral of the story is Scientologists are not as smart as they think they are. <laughs> <laughs> that is the true moral. Deep sort down. Of, it sort of seems like the ending he wrote that he didn't uh, maybe exactly mean to. Yeah. Yeah. Because there is a lot. There's a lot where they're like trying to sound smart, trying to like put all these things out there. Just be like, look at all. Look at the depth of this. You know, there's all these backstabbings and it's like this moral kind of like, you know, what is right when you know, yada yada. I don't know. I felt like they it was said trying that, to be that's smart. A quote. They said that in the movie. <laughs> I felt like it was trying to be smart. Yeah. But then when you take a second, there were so many things that we just pointed out and we're like, why? Yeah. Well, that's why we loved this movie as kids. Because like, if you don't it. think about it, it's just a bing, bang, boom, explosion alien movie filled with PS2 graphics. Yo, oh, fuck yeah. I want to go to Cyclo, put in my memory card and save my progress. 
<laughs> so many PS2 graphics, which at the time would have been mind blowing. It'd been like, this is so well, not even because the Matrix came out the same year as this movie. So, I mean, so, we all know what I, I give CGI a solid five years before it's trash. So yeah. the fact that this movie is 20 or three years old. Yeah. Is extra trash. But there are some things where CGI holds up. There's yeah. things like you have your Jurassic Parks and your fucking Matrix and things like that, which still look great. That's true. But that's, a lot of that is CGI and, and it, smart it, filmmaking. Oh, yeah. True. The, even the CGI in JP1 is fucking good. Yeah. Still. Yeah, it holds up. And it's because of being smart about it. Yeah. And like having a lot of the correct in lighting and the, yeah, scene the correct and lighting. The fact the that correct, they made the yeah. scenes like the, the big shots with the dinosaurs wet and made other things reflective too. Exactly. Yeah. That and just smart squaring of things, you know, like how long to hold a shot, how much of the shot actually was CG compared to yeah. how much was practical. They were smart about it. This was kind of like throw it at the fucking wall. And see how much CG sticks. Yeah. The ships. What was the ships? The lasers were like old school Star Trek CGI. Yeah. Like it definitely looked like they cut into film and just had like the white behind it. Yeah. And just had that shit move. And like the ripples and stuff. But yeah, there was a lot. I mean, it's like like that one scene. Filled with inconsistencies. That one scene where he's being chased by John Travolta in a ship and he finally gets caught and he's kneeling down. And the ship comes in for a landing and there's just another ship already Already on the ground. It landed so fast. It's like, where did that one come from? Where that came from was budget. Yes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And they didn't have enough money to make two ships land. So they put another one there. Yep. Why would John Travolta even need to land if a ship was there? That ship would just pick him up. That's (laughs) what would happen. You don't need to land. It doesn't even need to be showed that he landed. It can show him coming in and then cut, do another fucking linear wipe or something. It, it's not necessary. Dumb choices. <laughs> yeah. The, they just shot him very early on. Yeah. It's, ah, it's so fun. There's, it's, it's like we, we laughed watching the movie and we, we did just be like, I like that part of it. I like this part of it. Like we liked when John Travolta was getting drunk in the bar and just having normal people problems when he's a big alien. Oh yeah. That was great. Like all the things like that, were awesome or like when they were having caveman conversations mm-hmm. and just being being like us intelligent humans but with a lot of caveman mannerisms i really liked that especially when they shifted like the perspective so uh, another like a cyclo was listening to the conversation and the people mm-hmm. would just be like and we're gonna do it <laughs> like they're just like getting caveman pumped yeah like those were the things about this movie that were good which i'm pr- i'm i'm pretty sure are probably more relevant in the book yeah where it's probably more focused on that. Do you think people would turn back into cavemen in a thousand years? Yeah. People would turn back into cavemen in a hundred years. No, a hundred years? A hundred years where we have no electricity. Yeah. No running water. We'd st- I mean, hun- we have no medicine then. The average lifespan is going to drop. Listen, this... Th- I don't think a hundred years. If this we, country was around for like a hundred years before, you know what I mean? Like I'm with no electricity. Saying. Well, it's, I mean, people are so dependent on electricity now. I get what you're saying. People are so dependent on technology that if we lose all of that, we're going to, okay, we're gonna, at least going to go back to like pioneer times. Yeah, listen, hacky sack's going to come back like crazy. Hard and devil sticks. <laughs> devil sticks. 
just knock them back and forth. I always wanted to try to do those, and then I realized it's just an optical illusion and spinning sticks, and I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> I've done it before. What's the other thing that's contact juggling that, like, clear oh, sphere? little sphere, like, from looks, Labyrinth? looks dope, but you're really just being you're weird. Just, you're just moving your hands around an orb. Yeah. It's it's like an optical illusion. It, it, it's more fun for the person watching than the person doing it. Yeah, for the person doing it, it's just like this was ours. It was ours for me to learn how to do this smoothly, and you get to just sit there and think I'm doing magic. Do you think otters respect that beyond any other form of human expression? <laughs> Con- oh. Contact chuckling? Kata. <laughs> they have to. They got to be like, look at how good they hold on to that shit. <laughs> Like this is incredible. Look at how much they're moving, but they're not. I want someone moving. to give an otter a, an otter sized one of those orbs. What the fuck are they called? I have no idea. And they have a difficult name. I'm gonna look it up. But while I look that up, um, I'm trying to figure out where we left off. They made them smart, and then they fucking let them go mine. Mine, yeah. And they, then they well, first they told them to fly. <laughs> oh, that's right. They told them to fly. I forgot about that. They taught them to fly. And then they were like, you're going to go mine. And then he had this amazing idea. They also took him to the library. They took him on a lot of field trips. Oh, yeah. They were like, we brought you to the library to let you know everything sucks. Yeah. They were pretty. If you think about it, they were pretty good babysitters. Yeah. (laughs) If nothing else. Like they they took him to school. They took him to the library. They let him play outside with his friends. (laughs) They gave him a task with clearly defined goals and consequences. And allowed him to, you know, do that and then immediately got mad when he exceeded their expectations. <laughs> you know, normal babysitter stuff. But yeah, they took him to the library. They taught him how to fly, you know, all the normal things you do with your seven-year-old. And then they literally just left him a ship and like 12 guys. And they were like, fucking get us our gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like, you know what? We're done with you. It's gold time. They're like, go into this irradiated area and go mine. Because, you know, they were already well, living well, in irradiated areas. How radioactive is a natural uranium deposit? Not that bad, I but mean, also enough. not fun to be around. Yeah, you want to wear sure something. I'm sure they'd yourself. get a little mutated. Yeah, well, they'd probably just have a lower sperm count is what would end up happening. I mean, they could get Madame Curied. I mean, if you think about it, technically, this that might be the reason why they said they're be, they're endangered. Because for a thousand years, if you're around at least lightly radioactive material, yeah, even if you don't mutate or if it doesn't like kill you and drastically do that, one of the main things that will happen is it probably will reduce the rate at which you have children. True. And especially if it's like a small area and you can't leave because you're going to get kidnapped by aliens then. Cause it literally is being kidnapped by aliens. It's not being abducted. They're not yeah. taking you anywhere. <laughs> They're just kidnapping you and then selling you into slavery. It's like reg. It's like things that you have to actually worry about nowadays, but aliens are doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's normal fears that you should have. But yeah, so that could that could actually explain why. So he's mining with his friends and they don't want to mine. So they're going to go rob Fort Knox where they left the door open and they go do that and they go steal gold for, you know, the reason of, you know, fuck it. Who needs to know that? I don't remember what you're looking up. 
Um, I couldn't find it. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Um, so yeah, he's they 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 now have given him gold bricks. He gets mad because they're gold bricks instead of gold ore, because that shows that they're just you know super overachievers. Oh yeah, then. the bricks came from Fort Knox. Yeah, which he flew to with his fucking map knowledge. Also, I could have swore that there was a scene in this. I might not have been paying attention to it because we did talk to each other quite a bit during the movie, so I might have missed this this exchange. I could have swore in this movie they were flying. And I'm assuming it was to Washington, D.C. the first time. Yeah. When they're flying there, I, I could have swore there was a scene where they're looking at a map and that's how they're navigating is by way of map. <laughs> map from the sky. Yeah. Map from the sky. You know, the most accurate way of doing it. And they're talking about how they don't know where they are because they can't see the lines. Yeah. In between, like the lines that are on the map. They don't see them in real life, That's, so they don't know where they are. Did they say that? I think it I think we might have just missed it. And then he's and then he goes, they must have just faded over time. Oh, he did say that. That's very funny. Yeah. That's one of the the few things that I remember from this movie that I was like, I really liked that. Because I'm like, that is if if a thousand years into the future, you've been raised in caves and given no education other than survival, and you see a map. And you're smart enough now to know that this is how you navigate. You would not be smart enough to know what that the lines were made up. Yeah. The amount of people that don't know that there's not a yellow line going across the field on a football game. Yeah. Is mind boggling to this day. Yeah. I say, I don't want to, I don't want to get into it, but I mean, all borders are made up. It is true. <laughs> it, it is true. But I'm just saying that there's people nowadays. Yeah. That, that, that they're computer graphics. They don't know. Yeah. I, I, when I started watching football, I had no idea. Oh yeah. Not at all. I, I, well, this was also when I, we were probably like eight. Yeah. I mean, that's Ooh. when I started watching. Yeah. So we were probably eight years old watching football, looking at it and just being like, how are they not tripping over that yellow line? They have to move it every single time. Wow, it moves so fast. Yeah. Like, it'd be like, it's incredible. And it wasn't until technology got better and you would see the yellow line appear. Yeah. <laughs> that I don't, maybe, maybe nowadays people don't fall for it as much. But for a while, there was totally people that. Well, now they can just that. Google it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Fucking information at your fingertips. Um, but yeah. So the, I thought that that was a really interesting way of showing um, how. Even the littlest thing would, if not implicitly explained to you, would get past these uh, these people, these caveman people. The ant is back. What if it drops down in my mouth when I look up? <laughs> that would be if I, if I just start screaming, this ant dropped down onto my face. If you hear retching and just like dry heaving. Nah, if it falls in my mouth, I'm going to eat them out of disrespect. What if it hits you in like the fucking the gag what, reflex? What if he grabs my uvula? <laughs> yeah, he just starts crawling around. <laughs> oh, that would be a terrible feeling. <laughs> Stay up there, Ant. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with you. So after they get to the the mining, right? We said they they get to Fort Knox. They they don't do any mining actually. They, yeah, they get the gold. They they're pretend doing their to training mine. is what they're doing. We get a training montage in this yeah. part of the movie. The uh, most ridiculously time-framed training montage. They taught seven tribal people. Seven Was there seven? Was there five? They taught a group of tribal people to fly Harrier VTOL jets. They taught a, they taught a squadron 
of <laughs> yeah. cavemen to fly hairier jets. Hairier. Okay. They gonna... flipped a coin for who was Goose and who was Maverick. Yeah. And they were fucking adept at flying these jets, jets by the end of it, by the end of their seven-day crash course on how to fly one of the more complicated aircraft ever made because VTOL is fucking confusing and difficult. Also, the Harrier was predominantly a rescue vehicle. Just so people know. Um, I don't know if the Harrier ever actually saw real combat. I wonder if we could Google that, too. Yeah. I never do, but I always wonder. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's, let's, uh, Matt, Google stuff so that we can be smarter. Do, 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 do. Oh, it was a very specific one. I don't remember which one was in, uh, very, oh, very good at dogfights. Well, I mean, it can hover. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Thus making it really awesome because everybody else has to like fly past and like turn and they can just be like, no. No. It says the Sea Harrier saw combat in the British campaign during the Falklands Island War of 1982. Okay. I didn't even know that was a thing. The Falklands Iron Islands War. Never heard of it before ever in my life. But it does make sense because it's kind of like I think uh I think it might have been was it the F19? Was it the F19 or the F22 where they made they made multiple yeah, versions of it. Apparently they are pretty good uh, attacking and destroying surface and air targets, escorting helicopters, engaging in air to air defense. Oh, okay. And rescue. Yep. Yeah, it can do a lot. Well, I mean, it, it would make sense because like I said, I think it's either the F-19 or the F-22 had multiple versions made, like one for the Air Force, one for the Navy, and they actually had different roles and they were kitted out in different ways. And they were all like a billion dollars, you know, because it's what America spends its money on. USA. USA. My birthday is July 4th. I'm allowed to do that chant whenever I want legally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, uh, it's written on his birth certificate, actually. It says, can chant USA whenever the hell he feels yeah, like. Yeah, it says uh, USA chant, and then it says unlimited per day. <laughs> it's like a cool down thing. <laughs> I have an actual cool down. That's for my it. character sheet. Yeah, yeah. I'm born right before Halloween, so I can I can egg houses earlier. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're like Mischief Night. Yeah. It's my one time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get to, I get to start Mischief Night any anywhere between my birthday and Halloween. I'm allowed to. <laughs> yeah, I'm legally allowed to, to do van Halloween vandalism. <laughs> I can't be arrested for it. I just show my I show my license with my birthday on it, and the cops have to let me go. That would be amazing. Why don't we do fun things like this? Why don't we just allow little dumb things? <laughs> like let me let me do let me do weird crimes for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, or just <laughs> or just mildly irritating things that just go with a, a holiday that's close by. Yeah, like if your um, birthday is close to April Fool's Day, you're allowed to disturb the peace once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Without being arrested. Yeah. The cops will be called on you and you'll show up. You're like, actually, here's my birthday. And we are within two weeks of April Fool's Day. And they're like, mm, sorry, gotta let him go. Yeah. <laughs> be like, he screamed bomb in an airport. <laughs> hmm. What holiday does that match up with? Be like, it's, it's, well, it's, it's April 2nd. So I guess, <laughs> I guess it's still within two weeks. Most people use it before it. <laughs> 
I guess it's genius to wait until afterwards. Wait, uh, Price is Right rules afterwards might still get you arrested. Oh, man. Well, that's true. Yeah, Price is Right is big in America. So, I mean, we might just go by those rules. I was just, was it a Happy Gilmore when he's like, the price is wrong, oh, bitch. <laughs> yes, I love that scene. You, you know what scene I loved? When apparently Johnny sneaks back into the first compound, gets back without anybody oh, knowing, yeah. flies a plane back, apparently. He's a fucking ninja. Like, he, I don't know what the hell they were teaching him in that learning machine. Yeah, did they accidentally leave in, like, the? this came out right after The Matrix, did they accidentally leave in, like, Bruce Lee's greatest hits and he learned <laughs> Kung Fu? Like, or, or sorry, wait, what did he learn? What did, what did Bruce Lee know? Wing Chun Do. Jeet Kune Do? And Wing Chun. And Wing Chun, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how he got there, but that is the first time we saw that uh, Forrest Whitaker, Kerr, Forrest Whitaker, his, I just his name was that. Kerr, yeah. His name was Kerr. Um, he was willing to play along when yes. his best interest was in hand. And if he would have told that he broke in, he would have gotten in trouble. Yeah. Because uh, he had the tape and he gave it to all his little uh, cave brethren. Yep. And he was like, let's make a trade. And then Forrest Whitaker was like, or I could shoot you. And then he was like, hey, keep away. And then Forrest Whitaker was like, you want to trade? Like he didn't start the conversation that way. I hate when people do that. It's a, it's a, it's a constant movie trope mm-hmm. where someone asks for something then somebody that's like against them tries to double cross them and then it goes back to the hero's way and then the the fucking bad guy just repeats the thing that the hero said yeah like it was their idea yeah it's he's just fucking just just continue just i would have just been like as you were asking or be like go on so one thing about this movie um and this was something i read uh on the den of geek article mm-hmm. uh Apparently, this movie was like a fucking an all-consuming passion for John Travolta because he, he was a Scientologist since the seventies. Uh, and it's actually, about aliens. He was a scientist before a uh, Scientologist before. Uh, fuck, we just said his name. Why? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Um, but very much so because L. Ron Hubbard sent John Travolta a signed copy of the book Battlefield Earth. Really? Yeah. So he was like, this was like a passion project for him. He was like, I need this to be as amazing as possible. And everybody was like, this movie fucking sucks. Yeah. It, uh, it, it was like a, a fart in a crowded hallway. That would have been enough to make me lose religion. <laughs> it zooms on your face and it's just like losing my religion. <laughs> Just every article that comes out, every fucking like two thumbs down, like every because when this came out, there wasn't Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Was there not yet? I don't know when Rotten Tomatoes. You're like started. there wasn't for me. <laughs> I didn't know I about was it. Fifteen, like <laughs> in the fucking year two thousand, when I was going into high school. Yeah, I was gonna say I was nah. twelve, so you're yeah. probably in high school. <laughs> or maybe not even yet. Yeah, no, you would have. I I was. I think I was 12 in the year 2000. No, 2000? In 2000, I was going into high school. It was my it was my freshman year. Oh, well, then you were 14, probably. No, or thir- I started early. Oh, I did my too. My birthday is in October. So you, since I went to... You're right. Depending on when this movie came out. Since I, I, yeah, since I went to private school and it was... And my birthday is at the end of October, I got to start early. Mm, gotcha. So when I went into high school, I was 12 for like half a month 
<laughs> and then I turned 13. Okay, so this movie came out. Oh, you're right. I was 11. Yeah. Yeah. This movie came out in May 2000. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah. So I was, I was turning, I was going to turn 13. We're only two years apart. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. It's just like I graduated very early because of a genius. Yeah, and so because smart. of all of the I'm reasons so I just explained. <laughs> forget everything else I said. My brain is huge. The last three minutes, forget it. It's just know that I am a genius. Listen, I will forget those last three minutes just like I will probably always forget a bunch of minutes of this movie. Yeah. I mean, I honestly like we watched the whole thing and there's parts of it I don't remember at all. Yeah. There's other parts of it that seem also there's things that happened off screen that seemed like they were things. important to the movie. A lot of things happen off and screen. And they should have had a fucking explanation. Well, speaking of things that happen off screen, by this point, we've gathered all of our people. We've made all of our deals and we got a bunch of our little tribal men with guns. Yeah. Oh, and airplanes. Carlo, Carlo had great trigger discipline for a tribesman who was handed a gun for the first time. That actually made, that tickled me. <laughs> You're like, I guess it is just instinctual. <laughs> Oh no, I've seen how some people use guns. It, trigger trigger discipline is not instinctual, at least for Americans. Do you know what it could be? This is, this is probably what it was. It's because he's been around radiation so much that it, he's mutated that his finger stays pointed. Uh, oh, that's true. And fair. he has to actively curl it. <laughs> and then it ting, resets to just a pointed thing. That's fair. Yeah, could be that. But yeah, they, they put together quite the strike force. And it definitely like speeds up at this at this point. Oh yeah. Breakneck speed. And they have their amazing idea. And this is what also blows my mind. They had seven days Blew the to, tra- close mind too. to train, arm up, get in place. Well, okay, a little bit more than seven. And destroy weren't they doing, a planet. Were they doing training before the, the bars were delivered that gave them the final seven day deadline? Only a little or bit. Or they were just prepping still. I think they were prepping. Jesus I think they are coming Christ. up with a plan. And we didn't even get like a Mulan montage of them all swinging sticks at the same time. Oh, man. I would have liked to have seen them learn how to fucking fire a gun. They'd be, yeah, they'd be like loading a magazine like, let's get down to business. <laughs> to defeat the cyclos. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, it would have been fucking amazing. <laughs> We'll rewrite this movie for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And it will be the greatest science fiction movie ever made. Yeah. We'll be planet or battlefield earth revamped. 50% less Scientology. We'll keep a little bit. Yeah. We'll keep a little Yeah. <laughs> still, be, still be a little bit of it just for the funds. Yeah. I'm going to have to learn more about Scientology other than aliens made humans. Yeah. But. We're going to have a character named. Tom Travolta. <laughs> Travolta. <laughs> Great name. Not to be mixed with calm shrews. Yes. <laughs> John Cruz. <laughs> we'll just mix their names. We'll be, it'll be Tom Travolta <laughs> and John Cruz. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, but yeah, so in seven days, they planned the destruction of an entire planet. And also the liberation of another planet and fucking deliver. Yeah, they really do. Like the last, I don't know how long was that action sequence at the end of the movie. It was a good like 25 minutes. It was, it was just, it felt like 25 minutes. A lot of slow motion falling down and shooting things going right, then going wrong, then going wronger, then going wronger, then then being perfectly fine again. Why? 
Oh, I know why. Bad plot. But why were they able to just fly a thing over? And it's, oh, I guess it was an, it was like a cyclo ship. So maybe they thought it was like a cyclo. Yeah, probably. And they landed on the dome, which even if it was a cyclo ship, I would be like, hey, random cyclo ship. Hey, you're, you, you don't have authorization to be flying this fucking close to the dome. Why'd you park on top of the only thing stopping us from choking to death? Yeah. <laughs> he should have at least got out with like a hard hat and like a, a, a reflective jacket. Yeah. Because if you show up somewhere with a reflective and a vest clipboard. and a clipboard, <laughs> they'll just assume that you're there for a reason. <laughs> you can get in anywhere. Yeah. He totally should have done that. But yeah, so he, he hooked up maybe I'd say like five pounds, five, 10 pounds worth of TNT. I've never weighed explosives, but it looked like a good bit. It was a crate's worth. It's like what you would find at the bottom of a bunker in Call of Duty that you could then restock your explosives from. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like that much. Once again, now they shit all over human technology. Oh, yeah. And so they beat us in a fight worldwide in nine minutes. Yeah. He used TNT, which we've been using since the 1800s. <laughs> and black powder even longer than that. Exactly. But but TNT in stick form, probably 1800s. I'm just going to say I'm just going to I'm just going to throw a, a random number out there. But it was used in cowboy times. 18, late 1800s was cowboy times. It works. Um, so since the 1800s, we've been using this and that TNT, even in a not, they were moving it and getting rid of it. Yeah. And they didn't have it on, on a focus. And thing. It was old and it was old. Fucked up their whole dome. What? It spider cracked that shit. You'd think they'd have safety glass for the only thing that was keeping their breath in. I mean, it was a foot and a half thick. And none of them just had their rebreathers. Well, some of them clearly had their rebreathers on them. Because they kept fighting. Well, and spoilers for two seconds from now, but there's some, there's cyclos left. Yeah. They're not all dead. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, so they, so, you know, he, Carlo tries to blow it up. It fails. Then he tries to kamikaze into the dome. It mildly succeeds. Oh yeah, he he died, right? Yeah, and that scene, we do not see him again after that. Yeah, he killed the shit out of himself. Super. Uh, su- oh, well, we should have said they learned. The, they learned a very important term for humanity. Oh yeah, piece of cake, piece of cake, piece of cake, piece of cake, piece of cake. That's a piece of cake, piece of cake. They have no idea what it means, other than that it means something's easy. They have no idea what cake is. Never had it. No flour. So <laughs> that's the only thing that 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 separates the cake loving world from caveman. I'm going to start saying flowers. piece of cake again. Now I think of this cake. movie, cause now it's just making me smile. Just hearing it. It's true. It is great. So he goes piece of cake and then uses apparently a two shot bazooka <laughs> and blows up the rest of the explosives. Did he shoot it twice? He shot it and shot down that one plane and then he shot it again to blow up the rest of the, uh, uh did he, the explosives. He, did he John Woo reload off screen? I'm assuming they, it would have had to have, but that means that he had another rocket in there. I will also say it's been a thousand years and all of the batteries, all of the jet fuel, everything works perfectly. I don't know how many of you know, but if you leave gasoline sitting for a while, it's not good no more. Yeah, a couple of years, let alone a thousand. A thousand years. A millennia, right? A millennia is yeah, a thousand. Yeah, a, thousand a millennia years. of sitting 
doing nothing. And all of this stuff worked 100% accurately. All the missiles worked. All the explosives worked. All the fuel worked. None of the guns fucking misfired. They were all apparently fucking lubricated still. All the oils and gaskets and O rings and shit the, 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 was still fine. The like heat tracking on that ro- on that rocket worked. All the circuitry still was working. It was still relaying. Incredible. According to this, humankind can disappear, and a whole other species can evolve and still use our technology. Yeah. If if this is to be, if this is to be, you know followed and believed but yeah so they bring down the dome it has insane amounts of collateral damage they should have had a dome within the dome yeah emergency dome always double dome it (laughs) (laughs) yeah like from that from the part it starts raining down which it definitely killed humans too oh yeah there's so much collateral damage it wasn't even funny no safety glass just metal and shards raining down from the sky and once again that glass was a foot and a half thick these Man. these were like yeah these were meteors of glass yeah falling it was incredible to see it looked like a iceberg had exploded above them that's what looked like it was raining down it wouldn't have even cut you if it hit you you would have just exploded under the force of it crushing you yeah yeah it would have landed on you it would have just mushed you <laughs> yeah there's no surviving and they were like let's just bring the whole thing down <laughs> <laughs> be like what's a good idea okay we're all gonna scatter we're all gonna spread throughout the dome okay and then what are we gonna do we're gonna take the whole roof whole thing you, you mean like like a small section of it no no no, no. like 96 percent of yeah. the roof like most of it we want it to be on the ground well where are we gonna be on the ground yeah <laughs> like, oh you remember that there's there's one part of the plan where we're gonna run we're gonna yell fuck scatter yes it's like a car coming during kickball yeah. <laughs> car dome roof <laughs> uh but yeah then there's also the fight in the teleporter room oh yeah that's right so they're, they're the last part of their plan we actually didn't talk about this because they're they're breathing uh like air is uh flammable their plan is to send somebody with like a dirty bomb yeah through the teleporter to the home world detonate the bomb blow up the whole planet which once again because this movie didn't feel like paying attention to science at all yeah um they straight up say that earth is a puny sized planet yeah it's with with way lower gravity which is another reason why they're so fucking strong um which also doesn't make sense why are they nine feet tall if they come from a higher gravity planet wouldn't they be be shorter and stout yeah like like little wolverines all five two (laughs) you should imagine if this movie was them being three feet tall (laughs) Yeah, but like murder strong, the tiniest center of gravity in the world. You never beat them in a wrestling match. Yeah, they can just pick you up and throw you 15 feet in the air. Yeah, that'd been great. That would have been a better movie. Once again, we're available to rewrite it. Um, But yeah, so they send a regular human being to a planet that apparently has Jupiter gravity. Yeah. And he's just like, ugh. Me and my bomb. I'm my bomb. I'm going to put up my bomb now. Not just immediately crushed by gravity going from 14 pounds to... what? What is Jupiter's gravity like? It's Too like, much. 
it's it's like 80 pounds or some shit like it's a that. lot yeah is that you would his face would have hit the ground so fast we didn't mention though that the guy with the bomb it's totally you know it's a final mission kind of scenario oh yeah yeah uh, he's, but they he's killed not his, like setting a timer and quick teleporting yeah, back but they killed his brother but with a uh like a, a necklace bomb yes. what, what do you call it a, a shackle bomb a bomb collar yeah that's the words like you ever play fallout 3 and mesmer gun people <laughs> yeah some bomb collars on them. exactly bomb collars so yeah, he kills him with a bomb collar uh, and he dies because of uh, literalness. <laughs> That's the reason why he dies. Yeah. Because if you're going to speak, speak literally. It's another rule of this movie. Yeah. A lot of lessons in this movie. So they, there's like a, was it a vertical wipe at this scene? I'm sure it was. What, after the explosion? After the explosion. Oh, yeah. It totally was because John Travolta loses an arm. He blows it off himself. Oh, that's right. That's right. We're not at the vertical wipe yet because they're like, we're going to bomb collar you. Joke's on him. They took the last bomb collar off and put it on him when he wasn't looking. Yeah. How did he not notice that? And then he he spoke literally. He was like, don't do it. You're not going to like what happens. Yeah. And he said, oh, yeah. Joke's on you, man animal. Yep. Which one? Another thing that irritated me was that they didn't just call them animals. Yep. And then we, we were having the conversation that colloquially they probably would have shortened it to man. Yeah. <laughs> because Did they call chimps man animals too? Because they're, they're humanoid shaped. Or is it because we walk on two feet all the time? Hmm. That's true. Also, how would they have known what dogs were? They found them in a record. Yeah, I get. Well, that means that they read some of our stuff. Yeah, which is I don't really. Which means that they should have found Fort Knox. <laughs> yeah, or known our language. Yeah, exactly. Maybe they heard. Maybe they heard um, early caveman humans say it like say, a dog. Say dog, and they could like you know like like we know a bunch of words and languages. We don't know the real. We just know the sound of it. True, true. But I mean, like. If a chimpanzee looked at something and went, ah, yeah, like that's an, ah, like we wouldn't know <laughs> that's an, ah, <laughs> and we wouldn't refer to it as an, ah, every time we spoke. Well, I mean, if you, if you respected the chimpanzees more, you would. That's true. That's true. That <laughs> but, was very specious of me. But John Travolta did not respect them and he knew it was called a dog. Yeah. He totally did know it was called a dog. It, it's once again, it's like the level of it's knowledge that they inconsistent. had. Like Scientology itself, this movie is wildly fucking inconsistent. Yeah. So did they show the the tribe before they, they showed the final scene? Did they, did they, or did it go right from the battle to the, the, the back to Fort Knox? Um, they blow up the planet. They do show that. Oh, and by the way, when they blow up Cyclo, nothing's left. Not a single, not, not one moon. fucking rock, not a grain <laughs> of sand, not a tear in the wind. It is gone. There is still somehow some of the explosive mist hanging in space. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they show Cyclo, there's so much like explosive gas coming off the planet that it's in space around the planet and reaching their moon. Yeah. Which apparently yeah, is the like moon a mile some away. With its gravity. Yeah. Oh, the moon's like a mile away. Like it, like it has to be so fucking it, well, close. I would say it'd probably be closer, right? With a bigger, like a, like a stronger gravity, but it couldn't be too close because it would just get pulled in. Yeah, I guess it's it's just so weird. 
is weird. But yeah, there was nothing left over. Nothing. It was gone. Not we, even dust. We will say, um, there is a few black people in this movie. Not not including very, Forrest Whitaker. Very Whittaker. surprised for for a Scientology movie. Very surprising. That there was any? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, so there was two black people in this movie. Well, no. Three. There, sorry. Forrest Whitaker, two and, black people, and, and then another humans. and then another another Wait, one. it was two tribesmen. Yeah. And Forrest Whitaker. Well, no, sorry. It was th- it was three. It was two slaves, one tribesman, and Forrest Whitaker. There's four. Four black people in oh, this movie. Oh, the ones who were the minor. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. The ones they had trapped. And then one of the free tribesmen. Yeah. There was two that they showed multiple times. Both of those guys died. <laughs> I was like, if they only have... you, He literally died the next scene after you were like, they better not kill this guy. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, look, another black person. They and better not kill him. And they're gone. Dead. Immediately afterwards. It was afterwards. literally the next scene. It was crazy i was like why you jinxed you're the reason he's dead (laughs) i killed that man (laughs) i killed him it was crazy like if it wasn't for the fact that forrest whitaker survived and then one random miner that walked out from the back that honestly looked confused he might not he might have just stumbled on set who knows yeah but uh but yeah if it wasn't for that they would have killed all the black i was gonna say i was really surprised that um well John Travolta's character. What, what the fuck was his name? We, we said Kerr already this whole time. Tel, Telkra? Tel, Telk? Tel? Tel? With a T for it's sure. T. Some, tell something. I was surprised he takes such a big L at the end because, you know, being the, the Scientologist in the movie, I thought he'd want to come out of like a winner. Well, I mean, when you take on the role of the bad guy. That's true. <laughs> because he has all the best lines. And he's technically in it speaking the most. I'm surprised he wasn't, you know, Johnny. Uh, he was too old to be Johnny at That's that point. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, they needed a young action hero. That Barry Pepper, he was a sniper in, uh, wasn't he in uh, um, uh, Saving Private Ryan? Saving Private Ryan. Hell yeah, he was best goddamn character in That's that movie. That's a fucking great movie. He was amazing in that movie when he's freaking just sitting there doing the doing the prayer. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was the religious everybody. one. Oh, yeah, until, until uh, the, he gets tanked up. Yeah. Fucking hard. Spoilers <laughs> for Saving Private Ryan. Spo- double spoilers if you didn't still to this day didn't realize that fucking Vin Diesel's in that movie. Oh, his death was terrible. Was that the ant? It wasn't the ant! He attacked me. You fucking, fucking bitch. <laughs> it really did. It finally got us. It got to me. <laughs> Where are you, son of a bitch? I think it's in the bag. I'm going to fucking kill this ant. I'm going to kill the fuck out of this ant. <laughs> I can't believe I've been attacked. It fucking made its way all the way over here across the ceiling. Think about in, in how much distance that'd be if it was a human. He just went on a journey to assault you. He did. <laughs> It was like the fucking that Hobbit. ant just battlefield earthed you. <laughs> he totally did. I was a big ass fucking dome with corners, <laughs> and he assaulted me. <laughs> he put five pounds of ant TNT right on my armpit, <sighs> like a bastard, <laughs> Carlo. <laughs> fucking that ant's name is Carlo. <laughs> Oh my god. 
Uh, I guess we should say that John Travolta alien was locked up in Fort Knox at the end, like a big surrounded by gold, big old slap in his face that he gets all the gold he ever wanted and can't do nothing with it. Yeah. And he gets betrayed again by Forrest Whitaker. I will say the first good decision Forrest Whitaker's character made. Kerr was like, fuck these aliens. They're selling everybody out. And guess what? And I keep getting fucked over, losing hands, like tons of shit. And this is where we find out that there are cyclo survivors. Yes, because they're on other planets. They might have, like they might have made them refugees by destroying their planet, but they still have all the stuff they have on Earth. They have enough of a people that now uh, Kerr said, I'm head cyclo. Yeah. Well, because the leader was on the planet. Well, the leader. Wait, the lead. No, the leader of the leader that like came there was like, you're not going to be here for five more cycles. You're going to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on the home planet. Yeah, he was on the home planet. He got blown up. Yeah, he got blown the fuck up. That that is real. Yeah. So that guy's super dead now. Well, there's also was politicians. He was only the leader of like the, the corporation. I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm assuming that the that the whole board, the. Well, what do they call them? The home office or some yeah. shit like that? This is a very corporate term. But uh, I think they were probably all on Cyclo. Yeah, they have. And they're all dead as shit now. But yeah, and then it just abruptly ends. <laughs> yeah, just it. Just ends. Much like many old movies like that, it's just kind of like, oh, you got all the gold, slow pan out, done. I'm looking up Scientology terms. Oh, okay. To see if any of them were hidden in the movie. I'll have to come back to you if I find it. There's too much to read. Well, yeah, so that's pretty much it. All right, we're, we're, we're going to have to give our ratings now at this point. If you're looking at uh, at this movie as an actual movie... A three. Yeah, I was going to say like two and a half, three. <laughs> it's, really it's, trash. it's really, really bad. Um, if you're looking at it from just an enjoy... If you want to turn off your brain, got to turn off your brain. It's the first step to watching this movie. Turn off your brain and just watch it. Yeah. I'm going to give it still like a six. <laughs> I mean, junk, a junk food action movie. Yeah. Five and a half. Yeah. I'm like six is like generous. Um, and that's just if you're uh, if, if you can turn off your brain so much that you don't even care that the graphics are bad at this point. Yeah. Now. yeah just if you're if you know a drunk person who wants to watch a sci fi movie. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, if you get really really high and then watch this movie. Um uh, okay, Battlefield Earth drinking game. Um every time they say leverage you take a shot. Uh yep, every time you have to take a, a sip of your drink every time there's a vertical transition. <laughs> yeah. Every time there's a linear wipe every, every time, time they, they say, say leverage. Man animal. Oh my god, you'll die. <laughs> You're done. You'll die. Oh, uh, okay. There we go. Here's the new drinking game. Well, no, you know, you leverage know, man, animal, vertical transitions. You know what you do? You uh, beforehand, you put you put like a bunch of pieces of paper in a in a in a hat. Okay, and you draw what yours is. Okay, and like you, so you don't you can't just be like everybody drinks because you'll just die. Oh, uh-huh. I, I think that's isn't that the? Did you ever see the Pokemon drinking game? There's literally one that's like if you roll a one on your first turn, finish your drink. Oh my god. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But no, it's like if you if you just have it where like someone's vertical wipe, someone's man animal, someone's leverage. 
But I mean, I was going to say that's only that's only 17 drinks for the vertical that's white a, person. That's only 17 shots. Oh, well, OK, not shots. Nope, we're doing shots. Oh, we're doing. OK, well, then we all are going to die and we all have to do everything. The poor <laughs> manimal person is gonna man animal. Sorry, poor man animal person is going to really die because they they go hard on that for a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this was this is an OK movie. But uh, but yeah, so that's probably where we should end it. Um, you can listen to this wherever you listen to your podcast, but the best place to do it is going to be on our website. What's that, Matt? Rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. Yes, it is. And if you have a podcast you'd like to join our network, you can do it right there. There's a contact form right on the front. Let us know what your show is like. We'll get back to you. We'll have you on the thing. Uh, you can follow this on Instagram and Twitter at Dark Run Podcast. And send your, what, what is it? I'll let you say this part. Uh, if you have any stories you want to give us, copy pastas, creepy pastas, anything that happened in real life, sexy Bigfoot friend fiction, you can email us that at darkrumstories at gmail.com. There you go. But until the next time, if you're going to watch a movie, make sure that it's at least a little shitty. Stay spooky. Bye.